Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast for this week. Hope you're doing well, wherever and whenever you are. Every week we have in-person church. I like to record a special podcast-only version of the Sunday Sermon with no go-kart noises, etc. in the background because we're a church plant meeting in a go-kart track. And if you want to know more about us, make sure you find us on Instagram, Facebook. Come and visit us in person or you can check out our latest online service on our website or YouTube channel. But the best thing to do is to come and visit us, catch our vibe, join the journey. It's really, really exciting. Not everyone can say they're part of a church plant. It's a unique opportunity, and we've been enjoying so many aspects of it. And we're looking forward to the Christmas season and into 2024, which is going to be a great, great year for us. But today, I want to talk about the blessing of God. You know, we all want to live a blessed life. We all have a desire for God's blessing on our lives, uh, His favor, His grace. And I want to live knowing that God's hand is over me, His hand of blessing and provision. And I want to live knowing that God's blessing rests upon my family and my children and their children. Now, I know when we talk about the blessing of God, there can be a negative connotation because of prosperity preaching and gold watches, etc. But... Can we all just agree that the blessing of God is a good thing? It's a good thing. And there are a number of Hebrew and Greek words in the Bible for this word or concept of blessing, all of which are associated with happiness, welfare, fulfillment, fruitfulness, and life. In fact, the first time we see the word bless or blessed is in Genesis. In chapter 1, verse 22, it says, Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Now, God's speaking to the animals he's created. And then just a number of verses later in Genesis 1, he does the same thing. He blesses human beings who he created in his own image. And uh, we fast forward to the New Testament, probably the most famous mention of blessing or being blessed is in the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 and Luke chapter 6. Let's have a quick look at Luke 6 verse 20 to 23. It's, it's speaking of Jesus. It says, he lifted his eyes on his disciples and said, blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now for you shall be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you and revile you and spurn your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. So blessing, it's a constant theme throughout Scripture, holding on to God's blessing, not wanting to lose it, uh, generational blessings, all these things are all throughout Scripture, and we love it. The blessing of God. I'm not sure if you've heard that song, The Blessing by Kari Job. It was very famous last couple years, especially throughout the pandemic. And it says, you know, may his blessing be upon you for a thousand generations to your children and their children and their children and their children. <laughs> and it goes on and on. But we, like, who doesn't love that idea, the blessing of God? You know, that song actually takes from Numbers chapter six, where there's a very famous blessing over the people of God. And, and you've probably heard this at some point or another, if you've been part of church in any part of your life. And many church services, even today, use these verses in number six as like a benediction prayer as people leave. But let's check it out. Number six, verse 22 to 27, it says this, then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. 
May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. Did you hear some words there that are familiar to that blessing song by Kari Job? And in context, number six is is about God's people taking a Nazarite vow, which uh, when an Israelite took a Nazarite vow, they were consecrating themselves and setting themselves apart for service to God. And this priestly blessing is in amongst that. And it is a reminder that God's people are God's people. They are blessed. They're set apart. Uh, And some churches call this, as I mentioned, the benediction prayer. And and this particular benediction from Numbers 6 was incorporated by Luther some like 500 years ago, and it's still used to this day. And the funny thing about a lot of these verses is they don't really tell us why God is blessing his people. Uh, What was the purpose or the use of this special blessing? Like, what's the point? What's it for? So I can have a new car, a better job, and I believe many Christians today miss the whole point of God's blessing. And in doing so, they they miss a whole dimension of God's blessing. Like, you remember when we used to have cassette tapes when we were younger, and you would play, you know, your cassette tape to listen to music? I remember I had this cassette tape I loved. It was an Aerosmith album. Yes, Aerosmith, rock on. And I remember I used to love listening to that thing. And one day I realized that the cassette had a whole other side to it. All I had to do was flip the tape around and there was all these other songs on there. It was amazing. It was like, wow, that's a, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it was a revelation to me. These problems people don't have to worry about anymore on Spotify and all those kind of things. But the good news is we do learn about why God blesses us this whole other dimension, the other side of the tape, as it were, in Psalm 67. And it's a little bit like the blessing song in that it borrows some words from Numbers chapter 6 that we read, that priestly blessing, the benediction type prayer. And it adds on top of that a why, a reason for the blessing. So it says this in Psalm 67, verse 1 and 2. It starts with a bit of borrowing from number six. It says this, may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us. They sound familiar. But then it says this in verse two, it says, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. So that, two very, very important words. You know, your so that is your why, your purpose. And we all have a so that. Like I play video games so that I can chill and relax and pick up some Victory Royales, right? But I drink coffee so that I can stay awake. (laughs) I brush my teeth so that I won't get cavities or at least try my best not to. We all have our so that's, our whys. Can you think of some so that's in your life? Like I go to work so that. I can go on holidays. How ironic, right? I go the speed limit so that I don't get a ticket, right? Let's do an exercise together. I know it's over podcast, so it's a little bit different, but I'm going to say something that we do as Christians or something that we possess, and I want you to internally or or even write it down, take a moment. I want you to write your so that. Are you ready? Here we go. I read my Bible 
so that I pray so that I go to church so that I give so that I am kind to others so that Oh, here's a big one. I love my enemies so that. I think you get the point. We all need to remember our why. Someone once said, if you can remember why you started, then you will know why you must continue. When we lose our why, we can so easily lose our way. And the big point we're learning here from Psalm 67 is that when it comes to the blessing of God, the good things he gives us, There is a so that, so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations is what the scriptures tell us. There is a why for the blessing of God, and that is that he may be known on earth in Camden, in Gregory Hills, in Leppington, in Cobbity, and all these places that surround us. We are blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. And when we lose our why of the blessing of God, we lose our way, and it becomes all about us and self-focused. And sometimes our so-that's turn into so-what's, like, hey, God has blessed you, so what? God has gifted you, well, so what? Hey, you live in Australia, your average household income here still puts you in the top 3% of the wealthiest people in the world, oh, so what? Come on, don't squander the blessing God has given you. Jesus tells us a parable in Matthew chapter 25 about a master who's going away and he gives three servants a sum of money each. Some translations say he gives them talents, which is just a fancy way of saying money. Okay, Sometimes we think it's about our giftings and stuff, which it, that is not a, uh, a wrong uh, interpretation of that. But what this is actually about is a master giving his servants money, right? And when the master returns, he wants to know what the servants had done with the money. And the first two did something with it and, and gained a little bit more. But the third one responds like this in Matthew chapter 25, verse 25, I was afraid I would lose your money. So I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. And we read how the master is like ticked off And what we learn from this story is that there was a so that for what the servants were given. And one of them completely missed it because of their fear and laziness. When we lose our why, we lose our way. You are blessed to be a blessing. God has given you something so that you can do something with it. There's a so that in that. (laughs) Christmas is coming up, you know, a season that signifies the greatest blessing God has given us, that's Jesus, salvation. And we all have the habit of losing our why in this type of season. You know, Jesus came so that, didn't he? Jesus said in Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Jesus knew his so that. And one of our core values here at Everyone Church is to live mission-minded. Ultimately, You know, the first goal of the church is to worship God. That's first and foremost, is we exist to worship Him, to glorify Him as as His bride. The scripture refers to the church as the bride of Christ. We are to, to worship Jesus and glorify Him. But Jesus said, if you love me, you'll do what I command. And He commanded us to go. You know, God has a go with your name on it, doesn't He? 
Every name matters. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. We all have a part to play in the so that of God. Charles Spurgeon said, if every Christian is either a missionary or an imposter. And all the Among Us fans said, amen. And we are to go with this goodness of God that he has over us, with this favor of God leading us, with the power of God empowering us, with the peace of God covering us, with the word of God feeding us and leading us, right? Go with God's blessing so that your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among the nations, it says. So what is your so that today? Have you been missing it? Don't hide the blessing of God in the earth like that wicked servant did in Matthew 25. Your why reveals your purpose. When you lose your why, you lose your way. God has blessed us to be a blessing to others. So that, so that. I was thinking this week as I've been preparing uh, this sermon, our, our Christmas event has a so that, doesn't it? And it's not so that we can sing carols or have free food or be entertained. It's much more than that. We host carols in the park so that others can hear the gospel. And that's the greatest why we can have. What is your so that? Don't lose your way because you've lost your why. Amen? Amen. And if you're not a Christian today, maybe you're listening to our podcast, and I want you to know that your life has a why and a purpose. And it's so that you would know God so that you would know his love and his purpose over your life. Maybe you've exchanged your, uh, maybe you thought, hey, I'm just here to, so that I can uh, you know, get rich or, or, or enjoy things or do this and do that. But don't miss the why of why you're here on earth. And that is you, that you would know your creator. And if you want to know Jesus, if you want to follow him, come to church one Sunday, get in contact with us, and we'd love to help you on that journey of following him. And you know, even thinking big picture, Jesus gave his life so that your sins could be forgiven. There's a why, there's a purpose behind why Jesus came. And there's a purpose of why you were born. You might feel like your life is purposeless today, but it's not. You have a so that, and it's so that you would know God and that you would live in his purposes for you. So, hey, hey I hope the word has encouraged you today. And I hope it's, 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 sharpened you in some way and hey let's enjoy this christmas season so that others may know him amen amen we'll have a great great week and we'll see you soon 